BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. So wide open, Barcelo. Again! AB for three! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars officially get to begin West Coast Conference play. They will be hosting the Pacific Tigers tonight at the Marriott Center. And it's been over a week since BYU has actually played a game. The Cougars haven't played since back on December 29th when they beat Westminster to wrap up non-conference play. So if you go back to BYU's last game in the Diamond Head Classic on Christmas Day, the Cougars heading into tonight have played one game in 12 days. Now that win over Westminster back on the 29th of December moved BYU to 12 and 3, which is where we they have stayed awaiting the start of conference play. That's because BYU's game at Portland last Saturday was postponed as well as every other West Coast Conference game scheduled during the conference's opening week due to COVID issues within certain programs and we obviously dealt with this last year and it appears that we're going to be dealing with it for the time being. All teams can do is be ready for a game if it is played. That's really all you can ask any of the opponents to do is just make sure you're ready and then hope that uh, the game actually gets played. Now, while BYU only had one game postponed, Pacific has had two. Its games against Santa Clara and Pepperdine were both postponed, meaning that the Tigers have not played since before Christmas on December 22nd. In fact, Pacific has lost six out of its last seven games, and they enter tonight's conference opener with a record of 5-9 and nine on the season under new head coach Leonard Perry. Now, Perry was hired to replace Damon Stoudemire, who left for an assistant coaching job with the Boston Celtics. Perry was actually Stoudemire's associate head coach, so he is certainly not new to the Tiger basketball program. Now, defensively, Pacific has actually done a really nice job holding their opponents to 67 points. Here's where the problem is. On offense, they're only scoring 66. So when you give up one more point than you score, that's typically a problem. The Tigers, they do have three players right now averaging at least 10 points in Jeremiah Bailey, Alfonso Anderson, and Luke Avdalovich, all three averaging 10 points per contest. Now, before the season started, as we uh, look back, BYU was picked to finish second in the West Coast Conference behind Gonzaga, obviously. Everybody knows that. Pacific was picked to finish eighth. So the expectations for this Tiger team, not extremely high. And as we mentioned, coming into tonight's matchup with a record of 5-9. and nine. So for more on tonight's matchup and a preview of the conference as a whole, I was able to catch up with assistant coach Nick Robinson. Here's our conversation. So what have you been doing with all your free time over the last little week or so? A free time you didn't want, I'm sure, but what have you been doing? Well, I was fortunate to be able to spend a little more time with the family. Uh, went sledding, which was great, uh, but much of the time has been spent uh, getting ready for this conference play. Uh, we're excited about it and uh, excited to uh, have gotten our non-conference under our belt um, and looking forward to uh, what's next. So since you brought up the non-conference, I mean, you guys go 12-3 and 3 
and you know obviously it's well chronicled the the personnel issues that you guys dealt with early in the season to be able to be 12 and 3 that is quite an accomplishment even if you had your full complement of guys yeah i mean a real credit to coach pope and, and being able to you know make adjustments um you know with the guys uh that were available to play i mean not only did we have gavin and and richard go down but we had you know guys that were sick and for you know out for a week at a time and so uh you know it also goes uh, to the toughness of our guys, right, and their willingness, uh, you know, to really listen and execute and to play as hard as possible. Um, you know, that 15 games, it was a real grind. And, uh, uh, you know, glad that we were able to get to 12-3 and three and uh, played some really, really good teams, which is going to really help prepare us, uh, you know, for this tough conference play. Well, and it's allowed you to, to get a closer look at guys that you probably didn't think you'd be able to see as much of this year, but you're getting to see them not just get minutes, but significant minutes in big-time games. Yeah, we've had multiple guys, right, to, uh, you know, play significant minutes, uh, whether they're coming off the bench or starting. Um, you know, clearly these freshmen, uh, you know, are doing a great job, um, you know, trying to maximize the minutes they're getting to play. Um, guys that have been new to the program are doing a great job of really trying to understand what it is we're trying to accomplish day in and day out of getting better and game in and game out and so uh, you know it just gets tougher from here uh, but yeah it's been really really good to see uh, all of our guys grow and get better uh, through the course of uh, 2021. So we're obviously joking at the beginning of the interview in terms of the the unexpected uh, free time. But, I mean, this look, everybody's dealing with it. There's games being canceled and postponed just about every day. You guys dealt with stuff like this similar last year. How are you guys handling it? This is it is it any different than the way you guys handled it last year? I mean, what is it just let's stay ready and prepare for a game? If we play it, great. If we don't. We just have to stay ready. Yeah, I think, you know, our mentality as always is to be ready. And, you know, this particular, um, you know, pause that was set on, uh, you know, by our opponent allowed us kind of refresh and reset, uh, you know, get our minds and our hearts, um, you know, in a different place uh, that maybe the grind that we had of being on the road and in different time zones because um, we didn't get a chance to play at home very often yeah. that past month and a half. So, um, you know, for our guys to be able to reset, uh, you know, with some family, some friends, a little downtime, you know, get over some of the aches and pains and, and sniffles uh, was actually really refreshing, you know, as we reset for the conference season. Before we zero in on Pacific, let's look at the conference big picture. What's your thoughts on this? Because I, I know most people, I know Coach Pope has said it, thinks top to bottom, this probably is the best this league has been when you consider all the teams and you're, you're not going to have an easy game any night you play. Yeah, I mean with, um, you know, the teams that we've got right now and their non-conference slates that they've played, you know, everybody's really tried to challenge themselves, right? We've seen that, um, you know, teams went at full strength and healthy, us included, right? This league is really, really, really good. Uh, so whether we're at home in front of, you know, 19,000 BYU fans in Cougar Nation or we're on the road and we've got, you know, BYU Nation, you know, uh, in attendance, it's going to be really, really tough. Um, teams, uh, you know, have been able to get more skilled, right, a little bit more physical. Um, and clearly, right, every team in this league is really well coached. Well, I mean, currently right now, according to Bracketology, West Coast Conference has four teams in. Now, whether or not at the end of the year the conference is able to get four in remains to be seen. But if you're getting 
two, three, maybe even four, that speaks volumes to the level of talent in this conference. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, we've had during non-conference, right, three to four teams getting votes in the AP Top 25. Yeah. Um, you know, statistically and analytically, uh, you know, we've got four teams that are right up there uh, with the best of the best. And so, you know, at this particular stage in the season, you know, it really appears like the WCC is at its best, um, you know, at this particular point in time. Like you said, we've got to get through the entire uh, onslaught of the West Coast Conference and get down to Vegas um, and then Selection Sunday. Uh, But we really feel like the conference, right, is primed and prepared uh, to be able to get three to four teams in this year. So let's zero in on the Tigers. Um, it was your scout too, right? Mm-hmm. This is this was your team. So so what's the scouting report on Pacific? Yeah, so Pacific, right? Uh, I don't know if you remember last year, uh, but at their place, right, it was a tough physical game. Uh, we were able to get some separation, um, but at our place, right, it was an overtime battle. Yeah. And so they bring in right a physical, tough identity. They've got really talented players. Um, you know, they had the co- coaching change in the off season, uh, but coaches uh, been a coach before he's been in this business for 30 years approximately and uh, so they're really well coached and we expect a really tough physical battle um, you know here on Thursday night all right last thing I know we're a couple of days into the new year but are you new year's resolution guy did, did you make any new year's resolutions any that you're willing to share not willing to share any uh, but I am a goal resolution driven uh, individual um, you know ultimately the goal is to try to get better uh, you know as a husband uh, as a father uh, and as a basketball coach. So uh, I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited to uh, be able to spend time with this team and spend time with the family. And uh, uh, let's go Cougs. Let's go Cougs. Been a fun non-conference. And now the conference season begins. Should be, uh, should be a fun uh, couple of months heading into Vegas. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, that was assistant coach Nick Robinson. Always great to talk with Coach Robinson. Appreciate his time as always. Coming up next, we will head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. That's coming your way right after this as Cougar Pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It is the Cougars and the Tigers tonight, the conference opener for both teams as we begin West Coast Conference play at the Marriott Center, and that's where we will head right now and join Mark Durant. It's time for our courtside conversation Mark, how was 2022 treating you so far? This has been the best year yet for the Durant family. <laughs> Everything's going great, man. And we're finally getting a game, man. It feels like forever since we last spoke. And uh, it's even been longer for Pacific. They played their last game December 22nd. It's 15 days. <laughs> so uh, it's weird to kind of be here. It feels like first game of the season again but I'm glad we're here and glad we're getting going yeah amen to that um I know we talked a little bit if we can remember back to the last game against Westminster I asked you uh we kind of looked back on the non-conference as a whole then but I I do want to ask you when you look back on the 12 and 3 record and everything that went into that there was some really impressive wins for BYU Give me your best and your worst from the non-conference when you look back on that What, what are the things that stand out to you well, first, I think it was pretty shocking, really, for them to do what they did against the schedule with 
some of the problems they had with injuries. I thought that Oregon game was kind of a – well, let me go back. I, I think that first week where they beat a couple of good teams, San Diego State here, I thought that told me a lot about the team, that they were tough. They rebounded the heck out of the ball. They were really good defensively. I thought, all right, this team, you know, I don't know how good they'll be in the end, but they'll be in every game because they, they play hard. They play good defense. They rebound well. And uh, so – uh, you know, I think uh, I think I learned a lot that first week about the toughness of this team. Then they went to the Oregon game and just kind of demolished them and put them on the map, so to speak. So then you start getting really excited. Of course, you know, you had a couple setbacks, but, man, given uh, with that schedule going in, you said 12-3 and three to me. I say, oh, yeah, man, bring it. That, that is really, really good. And, I, again, I don't think this team uh, is going to blow out a lot of teams, uh, but I think they'll win most of their games because they're tough. And they'll find a way to get it done, uh, but uh, it, it's just—it's just not the makeup of this team, I think, to kind of run people out. They did it to Oregon, but most of the games, it's going to be a little bit of a battle. But I like my chances in a basketball battle with these guys. I think they're tough. I think they—they're winners. I think, you know, uh, Alex Barcelo is a winner. And when I say winner, I mean guys that just are going to find a way to beat you. And they always hate to play those guys because they usually did. They usually found a way. They're just so determined to beat you. I think Dijon's the same way. You know, you and I have seen him take over games, yep. calling games together. And uh, now it's a matter of other guys stepping up and contributing. I think Foose has been really good. And uh, I'd like to see Caleb play a little bit better offensively. But I, I like this team. I, I think they're tough and, and are a winning team, and they've proven it in the preseason. You know, Mark, and to, to piggyback off of that, one of the things that really stood out to me, and I, I think not only did it pay dividends during the non-conference, but I expect it to pay dividends as we get into conference play and move into March and all the things that happened there, is, is just BYU's versatility. And, look, you, you go into a season expecting to play one way, and then that gets – you know, turned on its head, but we've seen the common denominators, BYU's winning. They've done it with, you know, Caleb Lohner at the five. They've done it with Caleb Lohner at the four, with with Foose coming off the bench, with Foose starting, with Seneca starting or coming off the bench. They've done it in so many different ways, but yet the end result has all been wins. I, I think that is so important to remember with this team, and they've done all of this on the fly. Yeah, I think that's right. I think they they can beat you in different ways and have had to adjust in a lot of different ways. But I think the reason you have that, even though you've lost Gavin and Richard, you still have a great amount of depth. And the depth that you have has experience. So, you know, if Trevin Nell, you know, Spencer Johnson comes in for Trevin Nell, let's go, baby. Uh, you know, you're, you're not going to lose a lot because Spencer Johnson's a really good player who has experience. And uh, and, and, you know, if whoever, you know, you got Seneca Knight, who's had a ton of experience. And uh, and so, I mean, you still have some really good depth on this team, uh, and that allows you to do different things. If you need to play smaller, you can do that. You have experienced guys that know how to play different ways. And, and, uh, and so I think, you know, even though you've lost some depth in certain positions, you still have some good depth, and it's the good kind of depth. Yeah where uh, guys are going to be experienced and not let you down when they come in. And, and that, that's a nice luxury for a coach to have, that when you do maybe lose a couple guys, that you can kind of readjust, uh, recalibrate uh, how the, the team would best play and then play those guys and feel comfortable that they're going to be able to perform at a high level. Since everybody is dealing with it, does it matter much in terms of the basketball itself, so the actual product on the floor? Does it matter much that, that these teams are going long stretches without games right now? 
I, I think it does. I mean, there's obviously different schools of thought. Mark Pope would tell you, you know, we really needed uh, some rest. I think I can say from a player perspective, I didn't want practice rest because practices were harder than games. Games <laughs> were, were, I mean, that was fun. That was the fun part. That was fun. Yeah, I didn't want to go to a three-hour practice in January. I wanted to play a game. And so that kind of can grind you down a little bit. But I think uh, given BYU's tough preseason schedule, that was probably a good break for them. Uh, I don't know that Pacific, you know, wanted 15 days. Uh, They've been struggling. You want to play games when you're struggling to kind of get yourself out of that. But they've had some time to maybe work on some things. But so, I mean, in ways you, you like the rest. Guys get healthy. You've had sickness go through your team. That was, you know, this is a chance for you to kind of get healthy and and a lot of times when you're in the middle of a season you don't have time to work on things that your team is struggling with and this has been a nice chance maybe to to work on some of your weaknesses so all that's good but yeah man I always wanted to play as a player I you know (laughs) less practice more play is (laughs) was my philosophy that's probably why I wasn't very good I was more like Allen Iverson you know we're talking about practice but uh, you know, I think I think BYU is going to be ready to go tonight. They'll be anxious to play and chomping at the bit. Well, and the team that they're facing in Pacific has, is not playing good basketball right now. They've lost six out of their last seven games. I mentioned it to begin the show. You referenced it a second ago. They have not played a game since the 22nd of December. They come in with a record of 5-9. and nine. They're a good defensive team, but unfortunately they can't score enough. So what are your thoughts on this Tiger team? Well, the conference is much better at the top uh, uh, with San Francisco and Pepperdine and St. or not Pepperdine, but uh, Santa Clara and St. Mary's and Gonzaga and BYU. I mean, that's really, really good and a top five. But Pacific used to be a team that was kind of right in the middle there that was always very tough to play. And Coach Stoudemire, would, I think, did a nice job of kind of helping that program advance a little bit. And, uh, so they they were they were a real threat when you played them. We'll see how it is tonight. I mean, on on numbers you, uh, and and records, you wouldn't think that's the case tonight. But again, I don't think BYU is the type of team that can just show up and and win by 20 or 30 just by showing up. And they'll have to really come out and play hard and play well to beat Pacific. But you know, it's a different team than I'm used to. I don't really know anybody on this Pacific team. Usually, there was a couple guys that I was really worried about. I mean, they've got three guys I think that are averaging double figures but I just don't know much about this specific team and their record has not been good so it's going to be a real challenge for them here especially in this building but BYU could use I think a game like tonight that I think is going to happen where it'll be a little bit of a you know walk for them uh, because it, it goes from a walk to an Ironman really quickly I mean you got St. Mary's and then and Gonzaga and San Francisco, I mean, that is a murderer's row of, of teams that you've got to play in two of them on the road. So uh, I think it would be good for BYU to have a little bit of a breather tonight, work on some things, get get ready for those uh, bigger games coming up. Well, let's focus on the uh, on the conference in general, with this being the conference opener for both teams. What are your expectations for the West Coast Conference this year and how BYU fits into it? Well, it's, it's really nice, the preseason that the teams have had, and, and there's been some good buzz. I mean, they've kind of fallen back a little bit, but there was talk about three, maybe four teams going to the tournament. I think that would be very optimistic. I think if you you kind of start at four and then expect maybe three, but what you want to make sure is those four teams, and I'm talking about San Francisco, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, you want to make sure that you're not that odd, odd man out of the fourth team. Because I just don't think... West Coast Conference will get four, uh, and 
And so you, for, there's there's kind of twofold. One, you you want to be in your heads to he, head to head against those teams. You want to be able to show that you know you performed well against them, obviously. And then the, the second part of that is that bottom half of the schedule. It's 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 not having those bad losses that really can you know stick with the kind of people's minds and and you just don't want to have any things that people can point to at the end of the season as a reason not to put you in the tournament you know and so you gotta you gotta play well against the top teams and then take care of business against the bottom teams i think if you do that any of those teams do that then they're they're gonna have a really good chance of getting in the tournament all right mark last thing what is your byu basketball new year's resolution what what do you want the the team to to be resolved at doing <laughs> well I, I guess it would be by the uh, way mine is stay healthy <laughs> just well, don't get injured anymore that that that's always number one uh is to stay healthy i wish you'd had that resolution last january 1st that was retroactive or that lasted throughout the right, year that yes. would have been helpful jason thanks for that not doing that but yeah, I mean, obviously staying healthy, but I, I think just seeing individual guys play better that I know that can play better. Caleb Lohner, for one, I know. I just know he's so much better. I mean, he does a lot of good things for you, but if, if Caleb Lohner can be a double-double guy, which I think is extremely reasonable for him, BYU could really, really be something. And I think Trevin Nell continues to get better, and Spencer Johnson gets better, and, and Fusini will get better and better. I mean, I just want to see individual guys perform to the top of their ability. And I, I think the team aspect of, of this group is really good. Yeah. But I just think certain guys need to play a little bit better, and BYU is going to be really, really good. Well, Mark, one of my New Year's resolutions was to make sure I told you more how much I appreciate you. So, Mark, I appreciate you, and I always thank you for your time. Man, I love you, brother. This is fun to do this with you, and it's great to be uh, playing a game tonight when it's you're never sure if you're going to play. Right. So let's go. Let's nope. go, baby. There we go. Thanks, Mark. Great stuff. See ya. There he is, Mark Duran, our courtside conversation. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. One final timeout. Back to wrap up Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountains in America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. From the Marriott Center tonight, the BYU Cougars hosting the Pacific Tigers in the WCC opener. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com tomorrow using the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. BYU men's volleyball beginning the season today. Brand new season. They are on the road at Penn State. They are in set number three, and Penn State with a two sets to none lead in set number three. It is 23-19 in favor of the Nittany Lions, so BYU trying to avoid beginning the season with the three-set 
Sweet. All right. Uh, also, uh, coming up uh, later on tonight, we'll follow this game, BYU women's basketball on the road at San Francisco. We'll update you as the night continues for the Cougars as they are taking on the Dons in the Bay Area. Top 25 action. Number 13, Ohio State trailing at Indiana. The Hoosiers with a five-point lead at 46-41 with 11 minutes to go in that game. Also, number five, UCLA leading Long Beach State 45 to 29. Earlier today, there was already a West Coast Conference game play, or excuse me, a West Coast Conference team in action. Uh, San Francisco taking on Loyola Chicago just up the road in Salt Lake City at Salt Lake Community College. Uh, Loyola Chicago gets the win 79-74 over the Dons. Coming up next, we'll get you to the Marriott Center, getting you ready for BYU and Pacific. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Gregory Bell coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the 12-3 Cougars hosting the 5-9 Pacific Tigers in the long-awaited opener to West Coast Conference competition of the first 11 league games scheduled. Tonight's game is the only one that will have been played. My name is Greg Rubel. We'll have tonight's play-by-play call for you. Joined by my longtime color commentary colleague, the inimitable one, Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, we don't know how many of these conference games we're going to get, so we appreciate every one. We hope this is the string of many, first of many on a string. And certainly the hope is that uh, this early January mishmash will morph into something approaching regularity as we get into February and March. I sure hope so. You know, these first games that have been postponed, I thought, well, here we go again, and it was pretty depressing. But I think... I'm no epidemiologist, but I play one on Twitter, Greg, and I think what's going to happen is a lot of these teams that have had this uh, variant kind of go through their team, it hit them hard, but now I think that it's gone through them that they'll have some ability not to have to go through that again for the rest of at least uh, this season, and so hopefully the teams that have had troubles will not have them in the future. The games will be played. I think this variant will kind of uh, is certainly surging now, but will start to uh, fade a little bit. The protocols have changed a little bit regarding quarantine. All those things I think are good and will help BYU hopefully get in all their conference games because it's going to be a fun conference season. This is a fun team to watch, and there's good teams in the conference. So I want, I want to see every game I can, Greg. Totally agreed. I'm with Dr. Mark on that one. <laughs> After this one, we'll hear from the other Mark. Mark Pope, BYU head coach. This is the Science Bank Cougar pregame coaches show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center, where tonight BYU opens its 11th and second-to-last ever WCC campaign in the 10 previous league openers. BYU's gone 5-5, five and five, but uh, four of those five losses were to Gonzaga or St. Mary's. The Cougars are 5-1 and one in WCC openers against all other teams in the league. Tonight, BYU opens WCC play against Pacific. 
a team against which BYU is on a six-game win streak, including a four-game win streak here at home. But in our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. The coach remembers well having to go to double overtime to tame the Tigers here last season. He says it's rare to just cruise past Pacific. You know, they have the same DNA. They're long and athletic. Uh, they're really versatile at the three, four, and five. They play a lot of, you know, they'll play fours at the five a lot. You know, they'll move Jeremiah Bailey to the three, and sometimes they'll play a few minutes at the five. And they shoot it really well at the four and four and three, and maybe the five when, when uh, Jordan Bell's in there. He gave us real problems in here last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a tough, hard-nosed, transition-oriented, uh, grinded-out team. That's going to be a real challenge for us tonight. Yeah, Bell had the double-double in here last year, and that double overtime game. New look, though, in the post in uh, Sam Freeman. What does 15 Freeman show you? Yeah, he's got great length. He plays really, really physical. He's got a shot-blocking presence around the rim. Uh, he's, a, he's a heavy left-shoulder guy, but he can go to his right shoulder, but he just gives them, you know, it's, it's a, a real luxury to have someone who can just kind of throw the ball and to steady you, and he can do that a little bit. He's also super mobile for a guy his size. They've lost three in a row, six of seven. You never want to turn on a team like that, though. Yep, and and uh, you know, they've had a little break to kind of collect themselves, and it's a, it's a new head coach, even though it's the same kind of DNA, um, I expect them to actually have a, a really successful conference season. They're a good team. They're talented. You know, we we know this Alfonso, Alfonso Anderson yeah. really well, and he's he's done damage to us two straight years at Utah State, and um, he's just a piece for them. This is, a, this is a good, talented team that maybe has underperformed a little bit. Anderson had a 14-point game against BYU just a couple seasons ago, but you've had a break too now. Um, what did you get out of it, and what do you hope to see as a result of it tonight? Well, Hundred um, percent. We got to catch our breath, and 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 uh, it did. It just felt like you know, you just get to these moments in the season where you feel like, man, our guys are just they're just on fumes right now. And so, um, you know, we had a couple of days to kind of like just reconstruct ourselves. Um, and so, we'll see what the payoff is with that tonight. We've had three good days of practice, but we're going in a league, and every single you know, we saw Pacific in here last year. It's the perfect example of how hard it is to win league games. That's why league games are so great. And so hopefully we'll see a, a, a real passion and energy on the floor that is the DNA of this team, of our team. And that would be the payoff. That's exactly right. Okay, uh, league play starts now. And, and and even though last weekend wasn't great for anyone in this league, is there a chance you can kind of, you know, kind of pick up steam a little bit and get into this thing the way it's supposed to? Uh, absolutely. I mean, listen, we, we missed one weekend. And, you know, we're going to miss some Thursday games here. But, um, you know, if, for the, if most of the league can get back on track on Saturday, then of a situation where you can easily make up a game or maybe two. Um, and, and I think there's a, a reasonable chance and expectation that maybe we kind of get through the rest of the season a little bit unscathed. Of course, there's no guarantees. We know that, but uh, that certainly is the hope. You've settled into a starting five, have you not? Yes, uh, we'll stay with the same starting five tonight. Uh, they've been performing well, um, and I like these guys coming off the bench. You know, sometimes you start guys so you can bring guys off the bench. Um, and um, so we have a, a, a decent feel right now. And, and hopefully we'll perform all tonight. Finally, last time we talked, uh, pre-Westminster, you didn't have Spencer uh, nor Seneca available to you. Are those guys both good to go tonight? Yep, they're back. Thankfully, uh, we're, we're really excited to have those two back. All right. Coach, good luck in this one. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by Ford, built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to tonight's contest? Well, Greg, I don't have anything specific to this game because I think this is a game BYU should win barring some kind of really dramatic poor performance. But I would like to focus on what's important for me in this game and for the future is that Caleb Lohner 
uh, start playing a little bit better. I think he's the key for BYU to, to, to take them as far as they're going to go. They need Caleb Lohner. He's just too good a player not to be performing better, particularly offensively. He should be a double-double guy. So I think BYU needs to get him going on the right track, not only in this game but in future games, especially in the next uh, two weeks with the schedule they have coming up. Be great. Break time now and time for a reminder that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center for the first time in 2022. A little later than expected, but tonight does mark BYU's West Coast Conference opener. Cougs hosting the Pacific Tigers quad four game for BYU, quad one game for the visitors. If BYU wins tonight, Mark Pope will improve to 30-0 and in quad three and quad four games. A remarkable record, no technically bad losses anywhere in the Pope era at BYU. A win tonight would also improve Coach Pope's home record to 32-3 and here at the Marriott Center. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, your courtside tandem. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Control board operators are Andrew Hare and Corbin Radford. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU Radio engineers, Sean Fay. Broadcast interns, Jacob Habel at BYU Radio. And Trevor Rich here at the Marriott Center. Really good to have you with us on the new skin. BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. And our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio, BYU Cougars, BYU Game Day, and KSL well, BYU last played a Division I opponent 12 days ago. Since that game against Liberty in Hawaii, BYU's played a Division II team and then had its WCC opener at Portland postponed. And it was after last week's win over Westminster that Mark Pope banned all hoops personnel from the facilities for 48 hours to rest and recharge. And Mark, it was a needed break. BYU did not have a lot of juice last Wednesday against Westminster. The first two months took a lot out of this team. Now, generally, I don't have a lot of sympathy for college-age guys because they could run forever, and, and their ability to recharge is pretty quick. I mean, I, I, think I run down the court once. I'm out for two weeks now. I mean, it, <laughs> it's different when you're a college basketball player. But I will say that typically you know, over Christmas time, you do get a little bit of a break. And BYU had that tough schedule where a lot of their games were on the road. You're traveling a lot. And then you didn't get the normal break over Christmas because you traveled to Hawaii to play. And you know, I'm not playing any violin strings for anybody, but it was a little bit different. And I think the team was worn out a little bit. And I think this this little bit of a, a break will help them re-energize them, get them excited about playing basketball again. But I, I tell you what, nobody wants any postponed games. You want to play games, you don't want that. But it was nice, I think, for this team to recharge a little bit, get ready for conference play. 
All right, mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food. Minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grill chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp from Coconut Island Grill with the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word COCONUT to 61090 for a free drink with your next meal. That's COCONUT with two Ks, K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Pacific Assistant Coach Jason Levy as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. All right, it's so a 12-3 BYU taking on 5-9 Pacific. BYU ranks 30th in net. Pacific 298. The Tigers have lost six in a row to BYU. Tigers on a current three-game losing skid in their first season under head coach Leonard Perry, the one-time Utah State assistant coach and Idaho headman. Spent the last five seasons on Damon Stoudemire's staff in Stockton. Now it's his team. And a short time ago here in Provo, I asked his assistant to Jason Levy to summarize how the season has gone. I think it's been up and down. I think we're learning each other. I think we have a good group of young men. I think they're getting better as practice keeps going in the games. And I like our roster. We got good young players, but we added, I think it's nine new players. Mm-hmm. So, but it's been it's been up and down. I would say. You've been able to rely on a couple of familiar faces. I talk about uh, Pierre and, and Jeremiah primarily, but Alfonso Anderson's a guy with good experience and a guy that's played against BYU before as an Aggie at Utah State. Yeah, I, I like Zoe a lot. We call him Zoe. I mean, he does a little of everything. He can post up. He can shoot the three. He can handle the ball. Jeremiah as well. He shoots it well. Pierre runs a team. I think he's a very good leader. So we got some good leadership with those three guys. Luke Avdolovich is a new name for BYU fans, as is Sam Freeman. Maybe you could hit on those two primarily for a moment. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's uh, transfer from Northern Arizona. He shoots the ball really well. He's a good team guy, good passer. He was hurt early in the year. He had a concussion, so he was out a while. Sam Freeman's a transfer from Minnesota. We like him a lot. He's long, he's athletic, he runs, he jumps, he rim protects. So we like his progression. We think he has a high motor and he's got a big upside. You have to scout on BYU. What are your impressions of a BYU team that hasn't played a Division I team for 12 days now? Very good ball club. They got very good balance. I think they shoot the ball well from the outside. They run. Very impressed with number 45. I, I, I like his energy level. He, he can post up. He can pass. He, he, he's a very good ball screen setter. I like the team a lot. I think it's a, you know, it's a typical BYU team. They have a mixture of shooting and size. So I like this. this to me, this is a legitimate NCAA tournament team, in my opinion. Both BYU and Pacific uh, had opening weekends off unexpectedly, obviously. Um, what's it like to be finally back on the floor playing a league game that was a little bit uh, a little bit incoming? I think it's great. I think, you know, in this climate we're in, you just don't know what's going on, so you just got to be ready to go. Like, for example, when the game was canceled with Santa Clara, it was, it was like a two days before Pepperdine. So it's just one of those things where you just got to be ready to go. Is is everyone enough used to it that that it's kind of you're, you slip into a routine that you're kind of familiar with right now, or is it still a shock to the system when you have a game day go away? 
I think now in the last two years, nothing surprises us, really. You just kind of wait and see what's going to happen and kind of go from there. You hope for the best. Obviously, we want to be safe and protect the people, our student athletes, our coaches. So we just follow instructions and do what we're told, really. How is it to be back in the Marriott Center? Beautiful. It's a, I love this community. I, the times that I've been here, uh, the mountains, it's a beautiful place. I mean, really nice people. It's an exciting place to, to be. And it, you guys have us legitimate home crowd so it's 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 exciting well it's good to have you back good to see you again thank you for the preview and best of luck i appreciate you thank you so much all right that is pacific assistant coach jason levy i used to do my pregame interviews with coach levy when he was uh assisting at lmu back a few years ago that's why i said good to have you back in the building he's coming back with another a different wcc team we'll have more of the cougar tip-off show coming up after this on the new skin byu sports network Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Pacific coming up in the West Coast Conference opener for both teams. BYU playing for its fifth win in its last six league lid lifters. First time BYU's ever opened a WCC campaign with a home game against Pacific. BYU did win a league opener in Stockton three years ago. We expect to see a little bit of history made tonight. Uh, Alex Barcelo, eight points away the 1,000-point plateau at BYU. He'd be one of the faster players to get there, too. It's his 75th game at BYU. Mark, not coincidentally, it's Mark Pope's 75th game as BYU's head coach. Much of what Coach Pope's teams have been able to accomplish has been thanks to the steady and often spectacular play of one Alex Barcelo. I mean, that's pretty remarkable what Mark Pope has done, and he deserves a lot of credit, but in order to be successful as a coach, you have to have players that have the same kind of vision and leadership, and he's had Alex Barcelo. You go into those, those games that you should win, and you know, sometimes you're not ready as a team. So coach has to get his guys ready to take care of business in those games. And and the players, the leaders on the team have to make sure everybody is ready for the game. And, and as you see so many teams lose those types of games, the fact that Mark Pope and Alex Barcelo have done that together is really impressive. And it's going to be great. I think we'll see that thousandth point tonight. I'd need a couple more years of eligibility to join that club. But, <laughs> but I'm happy for Alex. And he's just been terrific. It is a great club to which you can belong. In 2020, 2022, this year, BYU men's basketball is dunking on cancer. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. That's chem, C-H-E-M, sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final words before tip-off coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skit, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
Anthem ahead of BYU and Pacific and Mark after tonight. It's the big three back to back to back. Gonzaga, brother St. Mary's, Gonzaga, San Francisco next on top. Oh, man. I mean, if you want to get to the tournament, you're going to have to perform well against those teams. And that's a three tough games. I think you have to go two and one in those games, especially get the St. Mary's game here. And then obviously Gonzaga's tough and, may, and to try to get a win against San Francisco, who lost today, but is a very good team. And of course, start by going 1-0. Tonight, we'll bring you tip-off of BYU and Pacific. After this, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.